John Sheezer, I'm here. Eric Marino. Eric. No, I gotta tell you about the Clippers. Sportsaholics, I gotta. Let's just hope this shit doesn't go viral. Friday the 13th. Uh, get ready for Halloween. Go out, get your costumes. I don't know. What is that? I guess. It's hitting start. We're back to school. We're definitely back to school. It's the beginning of fall. Uh, by the way, Sheezer, I'm talking from rainy New York City. I'm actually in Times Square. I'm on Broadway right now, walking with an umbrella towards the New York Comedy Club, uh, where um, uh, where Christy Miller will be performing in the roast battle tonight. So that's where well, this this episode happens with Marino in transit. So what? Well, so what I'm hearing is you're getting at least five miles in tonight worth of walking. I, I'm getting my steps, she's. I'm getting my steps. So we're gonna have less fat Marino. Less. I'm not gonna say I'm still not fat. I'm just gonna be less fat. How much weight have you dropped? I know it's at least twenty pounds since uh, the fall. But I think, you know, that's like a lot of, you know, this is where you have to do the real changing of the, ba- the real battle of the waistband begins now. Okay. Yeah. You now know? you're at the, like the tough weight. If you well, will. I turn, I have a birthday coming up and, uh, and it's one of those things where then I'll be two years away from 50 and I feel like in the next two years I have to get down to the best weight I can because I don't think after I turn 50, it's going to get any easier. That's what I know. Yeah. No, no. You might as well. This is kind of my theory with my wedding photos with my wife. She's like, oh, let's get in shape. I'm like, let's not get in shape. Let's get fat and chubby. That way. Oh, that's a great idea, She's That's a a classic she's outside the box. If we're in decent shape 10 years from now, people will be like, you guys look great. I mean, like, (laughs) at least it's better than you do in your wedding photos. Uh, I love what we're saying here. And she did not go for that, uh, which is <laughs> uh, it, it is Friday the 13th. Um, Amazing. I did. I saw I dug up some answers from yesterday's up in the air questions. Uh, what are some things we talked about yesterday? She's well, if you want to go back and listen, go ahead. By all means, uh, if you're listening right now, you didn't go check that out. Yesterday's episode. But the class, the first Hall of Fame class of uh, Major League Baseball, 1939, Ty Cobb. Walter Johnson, Christy Mathewson, Honus Wagner, Babe Ruth. And I was correct yesterday. Christy Mathewson was the pitcher that went to World War One. accidentally got exposed yes. to chemical nerve gas. Um, sure. Didn't die of that, but he contracted uh, tuberculosis. Uh, which yeah, always good for like me. 40. Always good for your athletic career. Um, the other women's basketball league was the NWBL. Which ran yeah, from not 90, catchy. 97 not, to 2007. Not catchy, you know, doesn't roll off the tongue. The W, I mean, the NW, and I mean, the, oh God, the NWBL. Yep, see, it doesn't roll off my tongue at all. And, tried it four times, and that's why we don't even remember it. That's no, it's no XFL. 
It's the NWBL. Are you guys ready for some NWBL action? That sounds like the call letters for a place like you're listening to WNBL from Portland, Maine. And you're listening to WNBL. The tide is in Portland, Maine. You're listening to NWBL. We're not even really a radio station. We're a female basketball league. I mean, just the NW, the NW, all their games were Tuesday, started at 1 p.m. for some reason. Like, the difference bet- between being NWA and being the NWBL. What about yeah. the, the end? We start a new league, the NWBL, the not women's basketball league. We haven't. Oh, I see what you're saying. I, you know. And then I still remember we were going to have some under under seven foot Bo Jackson could play basketball league. I still remember that rumor. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the, okay, the last thing from yesterday's show that I wanted to just get right: Jackie Styles. Jackie Styles was the was the uh, female basketball player. She's I, I lost it. I thought she played in the NWBL. No, she did get drafted straight into the WNBA. Fourth overall pick by the now defunct Portland Fire. Shame on you, Portland. I mean, for being so liberal and progressive, you can't even support a women's basketball team? Okay. Okay, I see how it really is. I'm not going to dog her. I'm not going to dog her. All right, let's get to what's happening this day in sports. Well, I just I don't like to go way way back, 150 years or so, but in 1883, this one's kind of cool. Hugh Daly, a one-arm pitcher for Cleveland slash Forest City, uh, tossed a no-hitter against the Philadelphia. Uh, I'm assuming Athletics. It was 1883, so I may be mistaken on that, but um, he was uh, off. He was referred to as the Fireballing Irishman, uh, but he lost his left hand as the result of a gun accident uh, in his earlier God, life. I'd like to be known as the fireballing Irishman. The fireballing Irishman. With one hand, one arm, he was the original Jim Abbott, 1883. By the way, I have a picture. Well, I'll, I'll post that picture, She's. I have a picture of Jim Abbott holding uh, my college TV station's mic cube from UUTV. I got a picture of him holding it outside the David Letterman show back in 1993, right after he'd thrown that no-hitter. I mean, that's... uh, Sure. Send it to me. I'll post it. Guys, at Sportsaholics, Instagram, Twitter, which we we never tweet. Right. Uh, Instagram's easier. Follow us there. Links to the show, all that kind of stuff. Um, Let's... uh, Did you want to do the the Evers to Tinker to Chance? I mean, that was... that, That was... It's a famous uh, double play duo. Like the, there was a. Um, it's a trio because it's ever. Trio, sorry, yes. Sorry. I mean, you know, it's like, and because there's a poem, it's just because. Baseball uh, sad lexicon. Right. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of, you know, there's a, there's a flow, there's a lyrical flow to it that doesn't necessarily happen with all, you know, all shortstop, second baseman, you know, Tinker, it's Bogart. Tinker, Ever's a chance. And. For my uh, generation, it's they, Bogarts to Pedroia to whoever's playing first. <laughs> the Red Sox. I mean, you see, you see, there's not the lyrical nature well, of it. I mean, right. and this was brought to my attention. Ken Burns, 
baseball documentary. I think that's probably inning number two or three, and it's just Bob Costas smirking like, yeah, I know. Here, you want some more history? Here, here it comes. I'm Bob fucking Costas. Enjoy my knowledge. Who's going to be smugger, Keith Oberman or Bob Costas? Oh, man, that's a that would be a hell of a like a smug off between the two of them. A smug off. Celebrity smug off. And then I'm going to have to give it to Costas just for just for p- playing through those bloodshot eyes at the Olympics that one time. Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, what a champion. And the fact that I think he's only five foot two. So uh, I'll tell you, in recent history, you know, just two years ago on this day, Sheezer, uh, the International Olympic Committee announced Paris for Olympic host city in 2024 and uh, Los Angeles 2028. And let me tell you, as someone who went to Rio in 2016, uh, everyone in Los Angeles, start moving now. Start moving now. You don't want an Olympics in your town. It's crazy. If you think traffic is crazy in Los Angeles now, they had a special lane on the highway in Rio that was painted green that was just to go in and out of, like, the Olympic Village. It will be, you like, they'll have to stagger. I think in 1980, they had to, like, stagger working hours in the city of Los Angeles. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, they shifted, you know, the, put kids out of school and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, no, they'll have to do so. And, and I just want to point out how, in, like, list drivers, that's in Eric's background. There's not a police. Maybe there is. But, I mean, always be looking around for, for fire trucks, po- police cars. Uh, but that's in Eric's ear that you're oh, hearing sorry, that. Right now, guys, I am down at Herald Square right by Macy's where the uh, Thanksgiving parade debuts. It's a rainy night. I'm walking down Broadway. Uh, we're in progress. You're, I'm. You're sorry about that. Happening in real time. Well, in the 19- sound of the city, you can hear saxophones. The people are playing. You can hear the wails and the sirens of ambulance and the cops. The pitter patter of umbrellas. What's the building you're getting close to? The split one, the envelope building, or uh... oh, the Flatiron building. Flatiron, Flatiron. Getting close to that, aren't you? Yeah, I am indeed. Jeez. Well, okay. He knows it. Was that? Go ahead. No, was that? No, Go was ahead. that? No. Go. Well, I'm, okay, fine. I'm going. Friday thirteenth, nineteen oh seven. Canadian Rugby Football Union forms and merges with Hamilton Tigers, Toronto Argonauts, the Ottawa Rough Riders. I'm like these are the these are the same CFL team names. So I don't know. But same that's, names as the CFL. Just say that. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. It's so a, you're saying this is, is this the CFL? Did they just somehow have rugby in it early? Is this the CFL? That's what I was thinking. But. So it's the CFL. That's one of the few non-baseball this today in sports histories. Yeah, it's a lot of U.S. Open, a lot of baseball right now. Brooklyn Dodgers, no-hit Phillies, you know, Dizzy Vance, 1925. You know, oh, this is a good one here. 1934, Judge Landis sells the World Series broadcast rights to uh, Ford for uh, $1,000. So that's the beginning of the broadcast rights, which is such a big issue. Just, uh, I mean, we were just talking about the new uh, Royals deal, she's that uh, you guys expect to get. So in some ways, that goes all the way back to uh, today. Uh, um, 1934. In, uh, there you go. Judge Landis. Judge Kennesaw. Mountain Landis. One of the best names in sports. Your middle name is Mountain. Come on. Man. Yeah, that's uh, one, of, one of George's a guest finest? I don't know. He's a weird kind of racist dude. But uh, uh, on this day in 19... 
36th. Well, we're going to be talking about the heater fan from Van Meter, uh, Iowa, that is. That's uh, Indians teenage pitching phenom Bob Feller sets a new American League record by striking out 17 batters. When he two hits the athletics, wins 5-2 at the time, only 17 years old. He would then go back to Van Meter, Iowa, and graduate from high school. Bob Feller, rumored to have thrown 106 miles an hour. There's no way yeah. to ever tell if that's true or not, but that's what they say. Right. That's what he right. says in his book. They couldn't drive the factor, the, the tractors fast enough. They, to, uh, they, yeah, they, they, they had a motorcycle drive as fast as it could, and then they raced to a line. Right. It was uh, just a, <laughs> it was weird. And, and this is all information I got from now pitching by Bob Feller. So, I mean, right. he might have you know inflated a few of the, the numbers a little. Um, now, here's one, she's, uh If you think you've had a bad day, well, on this day in 1942, Cubs shortstop Leonard Marullo made four errors in one inning. Uh, he ended up having four sons, and the oldest is nicknamed Boots in honor of his erroneous ways. That's a bad day at work. Four errors in one inning, she's. And you can notice that Marullo from the Cubs is not in the tinkers to Evers to chance. There's no Marullo. <laughs> no. The, uh, well, this you'll enjoy this one in 46. The Red Sox clinched the uh, AL pennant. Uh, see, that's one of those things that I think is like, is I think as time goes on, like that happens to be the Ted Williams, Dom DiMaggio teams. Uh, but I think it's one of those things that will like fade because it's like we didn't win a World Series. And it's like I think that was sort of there during the curse of the Bambino years as, as like a highlight. But now it's not that big of a highlight. It's like, People don't wax nostalgic about the, uh, about LeBron losing as a Cavalier before he won in Miami. They just want to talk about him winning in Miami and him winning in Cavaliers. Not the first, you know. There was a point where when LeBron leaves to take his talents to, to uh, South Beach, not one, not the, two, not three, not four, not right, five. But right, but not you think six. about it, they certainly wasn't six. It really wasn't six. But there's a point where. You uh, realize that uh, at one point, if you're a Cavaliers fan, that was the highlight of your franchise. That was the best thing that ever happened. And with LeBron gone, it was a good chance that that was going to be like you know, Cleveland. I don't understand why there's basketball in Cleveland now. Yeah, I don't know how that franchise survives. I don't know how certain franchises that don't ever have any hope actually survive, From and they don't have any. They have no history. They have no – there is no heyday. Well, it sounds it sounds like from afar that they made enough gate receipts and they built enough bars that made a ton of money around that area, revitalized it, and made it kind of a thing to do. Once you're that good for a while, you kind of capture an entire generation of, of people that I think will kind of linger and stick around. Um, maybe they weren't even basketball fans before LeBron showed up. but Right. No, I understand there's an app, but there's but there was a point where it was really bleak. Do you know what I'm saying? Like if you're a Denver Nuggets fan, some day some seasons are a little I mean, it's been bleak out there. They're, I mean you they have some promise this year, but that's just starting to happen. Dude, I mean I can't even think of the guy's name. They drafted number one overall from UNLV and I mean he's in the WNBA. I think he played one year. And I mean, the first overall pick. I'll look. That'll be. I'll answer that question on on Monday's episode. Uh, Monday's episode. Uh, well, hey, on this day in 1997, 
Carolina Hurricanes' first exhibition game uh, ever. They beat the New York Islanders 4-1. to one. Uh, They weren't an expansion franchise. They had moved uh, from They Hartford. were the Hartford the Whale. Yep. They were the Hartford Whale. One of the sweetest logos in sports history, in my opinion. Yeah, but not enough. Everyone says that, but it wasn't enough to keep them in business. You know what I mean? Well, no, it's Hartford. I mean, how? but yeah, I don't think. It's a great point. Yeah, I think that's the problem, the main problem. It's just it's Hartford. Um, in 81, on this day, the Atlanta Falcons tied a record of 30, scoring 31 points in the fourth quarter versus Green Bay. That's pretty impressive, 31 points. Sounds like they must have been playing against themselves in a Super Bowl and been behind trying to come back. No, I, I like that this one has just happened last year. The Amazon live stream Thursday night football. The Cincinnati Bengals beat Baltimore Ravens 32 to 25. Uh, and it was the first all time female broadcast booth in NFL history. Oh, that's great. Also, but also uh, I'm known I, can as live a... stream. I have Amazon Prime. I think I might be able to watch, live stream a game. I mean, would you watch knowing that it's going to be all female broadcasters? Sure, I have no problem with that. I mean, I don't. I don't think the male broadcasters know anything. So why should you know? I mean, I don't. I don't think there's a, you know, why if you grow up watching the games, you know, you and I could be just as good as commentator as anybody else if you work your craft. I mean, some people are truly talented at it. And I don't mean, and it takes years of working, and and of course there are errors because you know it's it's live. You know, it's live. You don't know what's going to happen. It's unscripted, and sometimes, especially in some sports. Uh, there's a lot of like filler or give and take. You know, injuries happen, prolonged timeouts, weird plays, confusion. Uh, you know, and you just have to be off the cuff. So I give it. I give it. You know, I went to Syracuse. I had a lot of sports journalism. Uh, I I'm, for whatever reason, it's just football that when the when female reporters or broadcasters are involved, that it's just weird to me. Just. And I, know, and I know they have female football leagues, and you can learn plays and coaching and all that kind of stuff. But like when Cam Newton got in trouble because he was like, "Oh, that's funny to hear you hear you talking about running routes." I'm like that is to me, I'm like that is funny because like if she went across the middle to get laid out, like that's a funny like that would be See, hilarious. I don't know. It's like to me, it's just as preposterous. Like Bob Costas, to me, Bob Costas is just basically a jock. These are nerds. They couldn't play. In, they couldn't play the sports that they loved in high school. So they started working for their school paper, and you know it's it's a little bit dorky and it's a little bit nerdy. And they played stratomatic football and baseball and rotisserie league. You know what I mean? It's just right. like everyone, everyone's they're just super geeks. So oh, I mean, no, I, no, no. Like my, and that's I mean, Al, Al Michaels, you know, Al Michaels, Marv Albert, Vince Scully, like these are talented broadcasters, but they know like why? I mean. I, I, Hannah Storm is just as talented, if not more so. Why oh, yeah, yeah. No, she's great. You know what and, I'm saying? It's like, uh, uh, what's her name? Susie Colber, you know, really got Joe Namath to fucking come out and to reveal himself. You see what I'm saying? It's like, how many... Howard Cosell couldn't get that interview. Namath wasn't going to get... Didn't want to kiss Howard Cosell. See what I'm saying? No, I do. And that's a and that's a great point. And, and I do hate... Yes, all women. I hate numerous... Very... Uh, numerous male broadcasters uh, a lot more than any female just because oh my god I'd love to get rid of Joe Buck give me any female broadcaster for me it's ever. Brian Kinney like at the of the Major League Baseball Network like cause he's just sure. he's like a Bob Costas but like I don't know with like a coke habit or something I don't know he's really aggressive <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Jesus man like chill out but uh, 
Well, I'll move on. I'll move back to 1983. Uh, Oakland's Ricky Henderson uh, that completed his third straight season of grabbing 100 steals, which is insane because as of right now, Malik Smith for the Mariners leads baseball with 41, and Alberto, don't call me Raul Mondesi, is in second with 39. So he's getting twice as many bags on average um, the major league leaders are you know I know it's a different game Astro turf all that kind of stuff but still and that's why all time runs I mean that's one of the greatest ar- arguments ever for Ricky Henderson's like just look at runs scored all time leader how do you win baseball games you score runs you get on base you know. I like uh, I liked when he became the all-time walk leader. So every time he saw him, every time I saw him walk in person, he set a new record. It was just tremendous. Ricky <laughs> Anderson's thing. He's an instant record setter every time, possibly at bat. I mean, he was a true, you know, one of one of a kind. Just a uh, inspiration uh, and uh, and underappreciated. He really should. Some of the crazy thing he said, he should be thought more of the Yogi Berra of his day, but he had sort of a. You know, people took him as a little bit into himself, a little rude. Um, anyway, let's go to birthdays. Today's birthday. Oh, no, I want to do one more in 87. All right. Tampa Bay. That's because I love Steve DeBerg for what he did in Kansas City with that split. You're going to get into Steve DeBerg. And his finger. Of course. 87. Tampa Bay quarterback Steve DeBerg um, established a franchise record by tossing five touchdown passes uh, in the Bucks' 48-10 to 10 win. Over, you guessed it, the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, that, okay, now we can go on. I just wanted to point All out. All right, st- so in this day, in 1968, classical guitarist Bernie Williams, who also played for the New York Yankees, <laughs> upfield, the great uh, was born in 1968. Uh, Minnesota Viking uh, resurgent quarterback Brad Johnson. Remember the Brad Johnson Renaissance year? Happy birthday, uh, Brad. Was, Happy birthday, Bernie. He was born in Marietta, Georgia, and uh, – Danny Nagel, remember that train whistle old Danny Nagel used to do? American okay. League pitcher, pitch for the pitch for the Pirates. I remember him pitching for the Rockies and, of course, the Yankees. And also in 1980, Dice K. Dice K. Matsuzaka, number 18 for the Red Sox, uh, you know, who pitched the alleged gyro ball. Uh, and a World Series champion, Dice K. Uh, on, on a sad note, uh, sad to report that on this day, in, in four years ago, uh, Moses Malone, uh, went to the Hall of Fame in the sky, uh, died of heart disease at the age of 60. Of course, he was the most valuable player three times, a 12-time All-NBA All-Star, uh, and an eight-time All-NBA selection. And, uh, you know, and got honked at in New York traffic <laughs> by the, uh, by the uh, Flatiron Building. That's where I am. I'm well, it looks like you almost joined Moses on <laughs> t- deaths on the yeah the 13th. Uh, Absolutely, this is a this is a podcasting motion. Yeah. Well, so you're on your way. By the way, hold on. I just want to do my plugs real quick, guys. If you're in the New York area, you can see Eric Marino hosting uh, the Taking Chances show on uh, September 25th uh, at uh, at seven o'clock at the Broadway Comedy Club, and I will be at the uh, West Side Comedy Club uh, October 5th, Saturday, October 5th at 11 o'clock for the Wow Wow West Comedy Show. Uh, produced by Christy Miller and hosted by me, myself, personally, Eric Marino. So I'm going to just get my plugs in we'll post October that. 5th, September 25th. We'll post that on Instagram as well um, since we're doing plugs. 
If you're in the Inland Empire, we call that the desert country down here in Southern California, I'm going to be performing at Hoods with our friend Davey Wester. Uh, that's Sunday, September 22nd, coming up here pretty soon um, in a few weeks. So if you're in that area, by all means, come out there. I think the show starts at 8 p.m. I think it's $10, $15 tickets, something like that. Um, you can always go to johnjonisheer.com. Please follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Sportsaholics. Um, and that's really about it. I mean, I like this format. It's 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 informative. I've been I'm I've learned so much shit in the last three days on sports. It's great. Have I? Forgotten? And by the way, just to let you know that we're doing this every single day. Uh, the news of today is Antonio Brown wore the number one in practice, and uh, no additional charges or lawsuits were brought against the uh, the new New England Patriots. I mean, receiver. he plays right. I mean, he's. I have no idea. It's also ironic that it's happening in Miami. The charges were made in Florida. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I mean, these alleged things happened when he was a Steeler. You know, uh, it's, uh, the stuff happened with Big Ben before. It's it's very interesting. Uh, I, you know. Now, was Antonio Brown in a men's restroom? <laughs> right. That's the reason there weren't charges because uh, Big Ben's little Ben was already exposed because he was in a men's room. That is true. Um, we, we want to make sure that that was why the the county attorney didn't press charges. That is a true story. Uh, and then how's Kraft doing? Is he going to make the trip down there with all his, uh, you know, pending court th- situation? I, think all, I believe everything got dropped. Everything got dropped on that? I think everything got dropped. That were they just so? Is is there a video of him just you know getting one tugged off? I think it got. I think it got suppressed. But there is. So they dropped it. I'm sure there is. Man. Yeah, you're also trying to go after a whatever a 75 year old widow for a rub and tug. You know, it's like, come on, guy. I mean, the other thing, it's like, what the lady like 60 or something like that too. It sounded like it's like sounded like she just went to go get like his pants folded and creased and then just like. Don't like, be sexist. Don't be racist. I'm just saying, like, that's there's a very... dry cleaning, and then there's dry cleaning. Ancient Chinese secret, huh? Oh, yeah. It was, okay, my bad. That was a little... I'm sorry. I stepped over the line. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. In the next... I, what I'm thinking about the weekends, we'll just kind of do yeah, historical, I guess, stuff mixed with present-day stuff. That sounds a lot better. Yep, it's just another live episode. I'm almost where I need to be. Guys, uh, until then, I'm Eric Reno. This is John Sheezer. Stay upset. Well, I got a good woman. What's the matter with me? What makes me want to love every woman I see? I was trapping when I met her. Now I'm trapping again. And every woman she sees look like a place I came in. Look like a place I came in.